The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> com forward slash DWA. Uh, Heel and Toe Apparel has been our longest supporter of the DWA podcast, and we're super stoked to have them on board. They make all of our shirts for the rallies, and uh, you couldn't ask for cozier shirts for snuggling up with a bunch of people on a rally. Uh, what do you think, Art? Yeah, I agree. And I, I really appreciate that he's a hardcore car guy. He really has a ton of variety of cool. We've talked about it. It's like nerdy, but cool designs, right? They're not so geeky that you don't want to throw them on. And it's just like some stupid quote or something. It's like, it's actually like cool, simple graphics. Like there's the traction control off button. There's the, uh, no limits. No limits is my favorite. I love that design. It's such a great design for the Nurburgring. Uh, and I really like his five speed, uh, shift gate pattern. You know, yep. he, he ha- for a while was really pushing the, the six speed, but then also launched the five speed, which is really cool because that is kind of more in our wheelhouse. You know, we drive some of these old school cars that, that only had five gears. Some of us for four. sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And, uh, he's definitely, uh, a big supporter of us, which is an easy way for you to help us as a listener, uh, support the people that support us. Right. So, uh, definitely encourage folks to go and check out heel and apparel.com forward slash DWA for a discount. And I just saw he's offering first class free first class shipping for orders over 50 bucks too, which is pretty sweet. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He's they're They're so good. And, um, all their shirts are like the highest quality. He doesn't skimp on every, anything. They're all water-based prints, which makes the graphics super smooth and, you know, not all rough and plasticky and, uh, just really good products with really clean, nice designs. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm just super stoked on them as is the, I think our whole community, and people like Henry Catchpole who wear them, you know, is wearing a heel and toe shirt in the newest Carfection video where he drives the M3 CSL manual conversion. That's awesome. And he rocks that in the, in the other, what is that one? Uh, the GT3? Yeah, I think video? it's the GT3 touring or the GT3 manual. It's just, a, it's basically talking about how good a manual transmission is and how important it is, right? Exactly. And, and this is, part of that whole thing right it's it's yeah. the, the community the culture behind all of this old school radness um i also wanted to mention his variety of hats i mean if you're a dad hat guy he's got you covered if you want trucker hats if you want everything he, he's got the Flat cool beanie bill. he has a standard kind of more yeah more standard hat he has cool beanie dawn patrol beanie super Dude, cool look, talk about cozy that thing looks pretty warm yeah yeah for sure um yeah so go check him out heel and toe apparel.com forward slash DWA and use the code DWA at checkout to get 20% off your order. Miami style. This is driving. Well, awesome. Welcome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. And we are waiting for Brian McQueen. Did you not want to record the zoom? Is that what's going on? Oh yeah. I needed to. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Now we're recording. <laughs> yeah. 
little backup is better than nothing. Are we? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Good to go. Um, uh, welcome. Welcome all. How are you? What's happening in your neck of the woods? Everything's I'm happening. doing, you know, it's all going on, dude. This is my third Zoom of the day. So yeah, kind of kill. Yeah, this it, is dude. this is my third too. Fuck Woo. yeah, bro! Just living in. This and I just got off a call with some other folks, but not a Zoom, just an actual phone call. Uh, it's exciting around here. It's actually funny how it makes the day go by really fast because um, these calls take half an hour, maybe an hour or longer, and then you have to do something else after. I don't know, just like oh yeah, stuff. for sure. It dude. feels more like flying by. Yeah, I watched art on uh, the race service broadcast yeah this tell morning. me tell me more about that tell the listeners about that because i didn't catch it i watched after you hit me up i was with my son and then i got my computer out and turned it on but or my phone i guess yeah. uh, found the link and realized it was a zoom i thought it was gonna be an instagram live oh yeah yeah it was really easy it's just a zoom. Yeah, it was nice you just type yeah, yeah. that type that in yeah, yeah we could do that as well if we needed to yeah it's, they, it was, it was cool because they had guests on too so they had like people that had commented they're like oh let's get you on and the guy, you know, they put him on the screen as well. So yeah. it's kind of a cool way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. So what was it, Art? Yeah. So it was uh, just an industry talk about, you know, what's going on right now, especially in the automotive space, right? Like given the whole COVID situation and a lot of people who are used to attending events who are brands who attend events and engage customers that way or, you know, people. And then also people like us who put on events, right? Um, and make content, all that. So really trying to figure out like what everyone's doing, what approaches people are taking, how people are adapting and, you know, all that. And so I talked on behalf of Radwood and what we're doing on the virtual side and just, you know, some kind of ideas around that. And uh, there were people there from Hot Wheels, uh, from uh, McGuire's and uh, the guys from RS from Race Service who are putting it on. And then um, later on in the day, there were um, some sim racers, it looks like, some streamers uh, that do like basically like uh, the whole esports thing, right? Um, yeah. what, what else, Lane? I don't remember. Towards yeah, the Busy end Moto was on there. There was a girl that's like a a Twitch video game player. Quite really... attractive, I will say that. I've never seen an mm-hmm. attractive video game that's player. That's why she has I think, a lot of followers, right? I think <laughs> um, that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's why she yeah. has 450,000 Instagram followers. So right? here here are the categories. Uh, so there was it, the event was called Radical Strategies, and there was remote engagement. That was the one that I was in. Live streaming, sim racing, and content creation. And just really, again, how people are adapting to this and some of reinventing themselves in this space and, and are in yeah. under these circumstances, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. It was great. I'm a good moderator. Uh, Jared, uh, DeAnda, who does the, um, uh, what is it? The uh, commentating for Formula Drift and, uh, mm-hmm. Rod Chong, who is now working with Race Service. It looks like he, uh, is of Speed Hunters, early Speed Hunters fame and then is doing the robo race stuff as well. Uh, he was also moderating. So yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, cool. Yeah. Cool. How was it from, I saw that Lane was able to interact. I mean, if people, anyone was able to comment, yeah. like that was cool. Yeah, yeah. You can comment to you guys and the, the entire group. You could choose like to just comment to you guys, to the people on the board or to, but everyone seemed to be conversing with everyone. There wasn't like tons of comments like you see on some YouTube streams where it's just like fast and, you know, crazy, but there also wasn't stupid comments being made where it's just like, I don't know if you've ever watched like the live F1 races or, or the, or stuff on YouTube. And it's just like someone saying the same thing 50 times yeah, or oh, like God. when yeah, like just... Olivia one, I was like, I watched a F1 race. It was like with Panis racing and someone just kept running penis 
penis. Mm. And it was like the same person every three seconds would write penis and it would come up. You know, it's just, there wasn't they, uh, any of that though. So that's good. It would be nice if they could filter, um, comment groups based on region. Like if you just oh. want to see what people <laughs> in Northern California are writing about, cause yeah, yeah. it might be like more in tune with your thinking, you know, I don't know. Hard to say. But. What, what's uh, Georgia doing right now? Oh, they're, <laughs> oh shit. No. We got to go. They're well, like, that's a lot of N words. Shit. We got to turn geez. this off. Dude, uh, so on the live streaming um, side of things, uh, with that that panel, uh, Max Linewan, that's when I texted you, Wham. Um, he was talking. He's, I saw. Yeah, he's a TV producer, and there was this cool thing where he, he had his Emmys. He had his Emmys lined yeah, up dude, in the gangster. back. He, but yeah. he had um, a little, I guess he shared a video where um, it was kind of showing behind the scenes in the broadcast truck or in that bus. That's stand, so cool. And just how they choose like the different things. It's just like they have like a God. million different shots, right? And he has and they're all select. yelling like, go wide, go wide, pan over, pan over, you know, da, 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 yeah. get a close up. super you know? fun. It was one thing he said that I, I did listen to it for a little while after that. And, uh, he was saying how they're looking at other options as far as quality goes. Like quality is no longer as important. Like six months ago, if you said we're going to do a webcam interview with yeah. someone, they'd be like, no way. Of like course. that's oh, yeah, not, yeah. that's not happening. And now it's like CNN has Zoom fucking meetings on broadcast yeah. every news. Like I saw the weather channel. And our local news, KSBW8, was basically them doing it at home with yeah. a, not even a green screen, like no makeup or anything. It's just like, here's the news. It's fuckers. become an acceptable, the acceptable norm, right? So yeah. it's and, almost like more acceptable or more responsible. Yeah. Like if you're not doing this, you're, you're cheating or yeah, like, yeah. yeah if you're, you're in a studio it. or whatever and have your hair done, like, yeah. well, who did your hair? How did, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah they, like Jared had talked about on that on that interview. Jared Deanda had talked about. Uh, he had said, you know, now it's like acceptable if my kid goes running up to me, like no one really cares. You know, like they know, yeah. they understand the situation everyone's in. You're not and, playing hooky and getting away with something. No. You're actually like doing the responsible. Exactly, and they know everyone's juggling family life and everything else. So yeah, yeah. that's yeah. and and bad internet connections and and everything that goes totally. with that as well. So. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it, it, it's kind of a psychological thing for I guess from a, from a societal perspective, like for you to be more empathetic with people, like moving forward, right? Like you're more accepting and understanding of situations. I'm curious, you know, it's going to have a little bit of yeah. an underlying impact. But I, I did. I want, mean, I, I saw. Oh, just real quick, yeah, I saw for, something where they're like, everyone just needs to. Every business needs to cancel Fridays. Like no more office on Friday. Just know, why? Yeah. Everyone home can do Fridays. Is, casual Fridays. Yeah, home Fridays. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, go on. Oh, yeah, go I was on. just gonna say about what you're talking about the uh, broadcasting or the news thing. Um, I can't remember what channel it was. I think I might have seen it on the local news here. But um, the guy, the newscaster, I'm sorry, the um, meteorologist used his lawn yeah. as the as a green screen because oh, it's you know it's green. That's so, cool. And the whole weather thing was being done on the lawn, which is pretty rad. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, the, but uh, again, th talk about a situation that where you know everyone's totally fine with that. It's like entertaining, and he's doing his job, and it doesn't matter, right? Like, totally. <laughs> well, we could even we could you know have this relate to us, like closer to home, because we've talked about doing live uh, podcasts forever to YouTube and stuff like that, YouTube Live. The hurdle has always been, well, we need to get three cameras. We need to have a camera on each of our face. We, oh, maybe we'll put a camera up top and have a really the good right view. Table. Yeah, maybe what it'll be view a, can we have? Maybe it'll be like a horseshoe. Yeah, table maybe we'll sit with... horseshoe style, like we're 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 newscasters or something. Meanwhile, this all this happens, it forces us to go live, essentially, you know, in I a know. lot of ways, and 
the easiest way to go live is this setup we have right now being in se- our separate houses with our computer cameras recording us. Right. And now we're doing it and it's kind of a, it's turned into, I, I think it's a really cool thing. And I think our Thursday shows have been a lot of fun because of it. It's kind of yeah. revitalized, uh, those shows and definitely helped, um, uh, help the, I don't know what it is. Bitterness of not being able to be together each week. You know, it, it, yeah, it, right. it brings a little bit of a uh, more fun back to the podcast where we always yeah, have fun to work together, but, and it's allowed us to do the live questions. Everyone's, you know, yeah. we joke about calling in, um, no one can call in, but in this way, that's about as close as we can get, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for um, sure. So yeah, it's cool. Did they give you an idea, Art, of how many people were watching? The no, I actually, I, I did. Um, I did want to ask, and um, I also wanted to ask about uh, published dates because uh, they did say that they're gonna, they're actually gonna break up the interviews. It looks like, and then publish them at different times. So we'll see when that one goes up, um, or the one that I was on. Um, but yeah, I'm keen on on tuning in on the later stuff, you know, uh, to see especially on the sim side and some of that content creation stuff towards the end. Um, Larry Chen was on that, um, and you know, a couple other cool people. So, yeah, I wanted to watch nice. that too, but I think we were I was busy or something, so um, I had kind of watched my allotment. Dude, today was gnarly though, yeah. dude. Today, like, I actually just from being on social media after, like, in between meetings and stuff, like, there were so many of these live stream, like, you know. What I don't know, we call them podcasts, but you know, conversations, interviews, and uh, going on. I saw Haggerty was doing something. I saw Patrick Long was doing something. There was something with Petrolicious. Like you know, everyone was doing stuff today, so it was a big day. Yeah, for um, these these types of um, um, things. I know. I've, I want to welcome. I want to welcome Brian to the podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us, Brian. I'm glad you could make oh, it. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Yep, and it's really good to see you. Um, sounds like you had quite a day. Yeah, you know. Okay. Are you recording, Robert Brian? Around. I am recording. Thanks. I mean, th- there, there's a reason. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping I'll in. For it. I am curious to hear. I am curious to hear about this stuff Art was doing, but maybe I'm at the tail. Yeah, you're a little yeah, late. You're at the tail. I just wanted to You'll say to that to um, you know Warren asked what's going on. Brian struggled to really elaborate because there's you know there was a, a movie made about Brian, the life of Brian, because he's there's so much going on in his on his daily and his mm. daily routine. You know, it is basically yeah, like so that too. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's. It's a comedy. Yeah. Can I, I can I tell you a little tidbit of the let's, comedy? Let's so, uh, uh, pick up Moreno's, um, driving down to uh, Watsonville with it, and I'm turning left onto Morrissey to eventually get on the highway. I got Moreno's. I got my salsa. What time Very was risky. this, Brian? What time? Um, uh, probably one fifteen. Ah, I was there at eleven forty-five. <laughs> so funny. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So maybe you guys are familiar with this situation. You know, you're eating it on the go, Ooh, but you got to have that salsa. Uh, uh, so hard. And it's do a, a Moreno it's the, like that. So nope. hard. It's Dude, so, it's the riskiest thing ever. It's so also, here's what it's, happens. It's fucking super juicy without the salsa. There goes your pants, well, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just I left. Pro tip, leave it in the plastic bag. Yeah, but still, you take a bite and it kind of squeezes over your hand. And So we're talking burritos uh, here for people I'll don't tell know, you, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, burrito, yeah. In that respect, I was totally fine through the end of the burrito. So jumping to the yeah. end of the story there. But uh pop open the top on the center console. It's a red light. I have a limited time. You pop open the top, do a first pour. You know, I've already taken a few bites to open the thing up. Do a first pour, set it down. 
Worst case scenario, I'm going to put the top back on right before the light turns uh. green. I somehow flick the top. <laughs> it splatters uh, on the seat a little bit and on the center console and then goes in between the seat yes. and the center console. So it's down there. Light turns green. Everybody's off. And now here's what I do. Now you have an open salsa. Do you just drink o- it? Open salsa. <laughs> Dude, I was like... What's what's you the move? Just you take it out the shot. W- no, you just pour it all <laughs> in your burrito. But it's, it's only so much you can. Dude, it's all, I already, I already saturated, dude. So there are there are only a handful of options. Pour it all the way over your burrito where it's spilling on your pants or into the bag if you're using one. That's one. <laughs> Tossing it straight out the window, maybe that's one. <laughs> yeah, it crossed my mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Warren's chug it idea did not even cross no, my I mind. No, I didn't cross my mind. Now, I wouldn't have thought of that until right now. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like pulling my man card for not thinking of that. I probably should have. It's like, it's all going to the same place. <laughs> I have one last opportunity. I can't believe I thought, thought about throwing it out the window, but not chugging it. I, I mean, know. why? I know. Uh, anyways, I did the reasonable thing. And for some reason, it's really funny. Actually, we do this podcast so much. We're very close over the past six years. I thought of you, Warren. It was like, I did. Uh, so I, I just pulled over. I, I, oh. I picked it up. I held it. I drove with one hand for a very short distance. And you're like, this, and is, I just pulled over. this isn't going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have just... I mean, it, it, it's like I, I'm, I'm a little bit like fired up in my head. Like, gosh, this is a serious situation. <laughs> like, I want to save the salsa, yet I can't drive with it open. Why The things in between the seat, I got to dig down. And it's like, oh, yeah, don't be a dummy. Just, just pull, pull over. over. Nice. Right? And then you can take your time with it. So I pull it out, and there's hairs attached to it, and I oh. clean those off. And, I, yeah. you know, I keep going. Then I'm driving with the burrito. But then you you're know, on the highway, no, which no is handed. a totally different story that's, that's totally like, different and i'm good yeah yeah, I'm, right. yeah. And it, it, as long as i got that top saved and i can put the top back on and then i can pull it up and so, by the way we're not part of, we're not endorsing eating while driving but if you are going to do it the highway i mean you don't i even don't know. think it's technically illegal eating it's illegal yeah it is right is it i think it's illegal to eat anything i don't think so but they're probably i think as long as you're I mean, you're not going to get busted for it because it's pretty hard to like. Prove, I don't think if you're eating a granola bar, you're going to get like anything's ever going to happen. You know, if this, it's a nature valley though, and it's the crumbly kind. <laughs> yeah, you're just get, you're just making your car a mess. They feel bad for you just for that. Just so I just a, fills up the car. Yeah, <laughs> with all I, the nature's valley just yeah. like spreading everywhere. Well, it's like I couldn't see. There was dust in my eyes. What were you eating? A nature <laughs> yeah. valley. They are the messiest you. things, dude. Um, I had a Moreno's burrito it's story. Behind the visor. I once took a Moreno's burrito to a movie, mm, and I will this. never do it again because I've done it. You're doing it's not bad. It's, no, it's no, quiet. No, you're doing the salsa in the dark, which is doable. That's not a big deal. You just have to be careful. You know, wait till it's a bright part of the movie, so you have something to go off of. But uh, <laughs> but what happened was as I was eating it, everything went fine. I ate the whole thing. Felt great. Oh, your shirt <laughs> felt great. The movie movie ends, the lights come on, and the red gold, we call it red gold, it's the Al Pastor <laughs> juice oil combined, had just trickled down both <laughs> sides of my cheek. I had two wow. red streaks. Because Dracula. The, the red gold is exactly 98.5 degrees, and it's slick. You would never know it was there. <laughs> so I ate the whole thing, and then I didn't know I was an idiot until about an hour later. Oh, nice. You just, yeah. Oh, an hour just later. Around. Were yeah. you at the movie by yourself? No friend to tell you that you got Dracula? No, it was during Moreno's the movie. Face? I'm sitting there watching the movie like, oh, this is right, great. Oh, right, 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 yeah. This is great. And then the movie, <laughs> the movie ends, and they go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I don't, I'm so, not eating. 
Lane loves the yeah, story, though, which I'm stuck on. That's cool. I know. What's Lane doing? <laughs> Lane literally oh, fell asleep. And he's gone. I just, I, gone. I just wanted to see, um, you know, because Lane was saying you could literally dump the whole salsa thing in there, and um, I would like to see that. And I have a feeling that Lane could pull that off because he's... Oh, no, you can. You, kind of, it's you, like, you, it's ha- definitely... you have to squeeze the burrito and kind of yeah, massage. Yeah, you do the squeeze. You, you massage it. it in there, right? And then it, yep. but it just gets too, uh, it nope. just gets too waterlogged. Saturated. Salsa logged. Is that... Lane, is that what you do every yes. time? Yeah, I like, I like applying yeah. it. It's like it doesn't get as soggy. I'm saying you don't have yeah. to is the point. Yeah, you, you yeah. can do it. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that was so possible. So in a right? scenario like that, you could do that. That's my yeah. point. Yeah, then it would just be me against the clock. It's like me pouring, pouring, pouring. It's got to soak in. I got to squeeze it. And then we're waiting for it to turn green, and it's like yeah. a race against time. Yeah, but pulling over, oh, is, tell you pulling what, over is the best. Scenario. Yeah, that was the move. I, actually, you should have just move. ate I, your burrito on the side of the road, enjoyed it, you know, leisurely put your salsa in. That did cross. Well, my I mean, mind. unless yeah, you had to be somewhere. Right. I, I had a, I had yeah. to be somewhere. I had a deadline. Um, um I, I'll tell you a, a, a worse, probably a worse uh, meal to eat at uh, movie theater. Um, well, something crunchy. Takeout sushi, and it's not for the reason you're expecting. What reason am I expecting? They give it. I don't know. There is no reason to expect, actually. Uh, they give it to you in those crinkly plastic tins, or not tins, but it's like the, the crinkliest. The, the crinkliest stuff. Yes. It's like the brittle plastic stuff. Yes. That's like the only way they give that for takeout, really. Right. Uh, well, so then you're, you're, you're messing this with is, this thing, and it's like. Well, this is back in the day, but now they do paper. I, I mean, every I get sushi takeout, and it's in a little paper you know, oh, yeah. uh, cardboard fold out thing. Yeah, I got it the other day mm-hmm. in a paper thing. But that's like very okay. Safeway style or whatever. It's in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Quality stuff. Um, project car updates. Should I start? Oh, go for it. Um, so I've mentioned on the podcast that the Mighty Max rear view mirror has crumbled away. The f- plastic frame that holds the glass crumbled away the glass just fell out one day yeah then you did a clip-on or something i I then taped it finally ordered a clip-on finally arrived i go to put it on so i take the old glass out and the mirror frame is such a crumbly fucking piece of shit i barely could get the thing snapped on and i think if i just touch it the whole thing will just fall apart and rip out of the car so and that's where you're at now i'm yeah it's on there but it is so I don't even know how this happened. Just sun baked for, I guess, 25 years. And the the problem with this is that your mirror is one of the ones that connects to the headliner, not to the window, right? Right. Because if right. it was a window one, you would a, just glue it. You'd buy a, you get a, simple a one. cheesy yeah. one at Craigan for $15 and glue it on. So what, here here's yeah. another idea, uh, Wham. Do you own a Dremel? Huh. I I do, but it's a shitty one. You I could, need a better Dremel. I would just, your, I would just idea? Dremel that thing off and then get one of those shitty Craigan st- <laughs> ones that sticks to the windshield. Well, no. It'll <laughs> just come off. It's got three it. screws. Yeah. It'll come right, right off. Right. But then you're going to have an exposed hole. I, I just kind of was going for a smooth Ooh, oh. look. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> Dremel's going to be better? Yeah, Dremel's going to. You'll, do a, you'll yeah. do a great job with a Dremel. and, and some, Yeah, it'll look beautiful. Dremel and some JB Weld. You can, yeah. um, you make a, you can almost make a stalagmite or tight. Tight is the ceiling ones, right? Stalactite. Right? So you're saying ditch ditch the stand, the setup and then put a generic yes. yeah. window yeah, mount on one. Whatever they have at Kragen. Yes. And yeah, not, whatever they have not buy a used Mighty Max No, because it's going to fall apart. No, dude. It's 30 years old. They're 40 bucks. Oh. Well, 
There's one on well, eBay. Wait, can you? No, you got to buy a brand new one from the factory. The them. factory. <laughs> the factory. The Mitsubishi factory. Exactly. Yeah, Mitsubishi. <laughs> Their Mighty Max factory is just pumping right now. Yeah. Nonstop. Exactly. So now we get to the only answer, which is you pop it off and go to Craig. No, the only place no I JB found it new is in, is in Thailand, and it's an aftermarket, and I'm, I'm hesitant. Yeah, dude. How much? Take it off and go window. I don't remember. It's probably fine. Under, um, under $50? It was about that. I, I'd say that's worth it. You think so? If wow. you if you really want a mirror, yeah. I mean, I have to. It's have your mirror. stupid truck. I don't think that truck's worth anything. But that's if what you want to keep that you, truck. No, no, and no. You want to drive that truck? And no. You want a mirror? Then I'm asking Lane's opinion. You said I think it's worth it. Fifty. Bucks. Lane doesn't need mirrors. I'm saying if you love that truck and that's your truck, then yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's truck. worth it. To I do need it. a mirror on the truck. I think that's either the, that way or you do it the art way for twenty dollars. Fifteen dollars, yeah, whatever just, that just is. Just delete the other one, basically, or just pull yeah, it off. Delete, like yeah. take the screws out and just pull yeah, one on the windshield, and then it'll fall off a couple of times because you didn't yeah. glue it right. But oh, you I've, can done glue a, it back. I've done many of them yeah. in my day, but it is still. I just hate those things. They suck. I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lane doesn't need mirrors. It doesn't matter who's behind. No, you. I, I like. I dude. He was gonna say I mirrors. love mirrors. Did you see that? He, he almost said oh, I, I love, love yes. mirrors. Yes, <laughs> but not yes. having a mirror sucks, yes. dude. Just in general across the board, he's like a parakeet. Mirror, yeah. Mirrors are great. Yeah, I'm a big My mirror fan of mirrors. Yeah. Mirror um, enthusiast. Yeah. yeah, but not like, having a not having a mirror sucks. Like, uh, it's impo- It's I hate it. I hate it's it. It's a yeah. really bad scene. Yep. Although I you think do Brian said. Well, initially when it when it failed, uh, Brian said, "You don't need a mirror. Just look over your shoulder." Yeah. Every time. Every time. Yeah. He's he's slowly remembering. It's fine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Maybe. No comment. Um. Okay. So that's that's my. I'm trying to think if that's my only. Oh. Uh. Second update is. Um. I was just alerted that a local Mercedes-Benz shop has a wagon like mine that. He just wants to get rid of like a parts car, basically, but in good shape. Ooh, slippery slope here. I don't have the fucking bandwidth to have a parts. You're gonna be car. an E-series guy. All you need is that center thing that Art broke. I know, but that's such a bitch to fucking get out. But yes, I do need that. You I need like the that cup Art? holder. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. No I mean, maybe I should go Art, out there and uh, and, what's and Art get doing? it, and I'll I'll do the the, the swap. <clears throat> It'll no, give me something to do. Mother. It's a bad, it's a bad one to replace. But yes, I I do need some stuff, but I definitely don't need a whole car. And I I feel like he's trying to get rid of it. It's not like come take parts from it, you know. Um, Is it a DWA mobile? No, 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 no. <laughs> podcast mobile. No, because if it's bad, if it's bad enough for him to be getting rid of, it probably needs like you know, airbag suspension, something horrible. Uh, yeah, it probably needs airmatic and a transmission. I want to see that else. scene, the Mighty Max busted airbag suspension uh, E class on the street. Oh, like- <laughs> no, it's a five. It's a five hundred formatic um, air ride. Sounds so, like all kinds of problems. Yeah, that's not Jeez. the one you want. And yeah. they only made the V eight in a formatic, which is a bummer. I wish you could get it like mine, just rear wheel drive. But they, did they make mm-hmm. a rear wheel drive V eight? No, no, no wagons rear wheel drive V eight. No, uh, lame. Because it's kind of like a budget lame. E55, right? You put some like intake header yeah. exhaust, some chip or something. <laughs> it could be fun. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, if you ever want a V8 in one of those wagons, it's either got to be an E55, which are 50 grand, or formatic with, you know, issues and stuff. Yeah. EnduranceNow.com forward slash DWA.
Endurance protects you from fronting thousands of dollars or worse, maxing out credit cards to get back on the road when your car breaks down. Plus, cars are more prone to mechanical issues when they sit unused for long periods of time. So even if you're not driving much right now because you're working from home or sheltering in place, you still need to protect yourself from potential repairs once you get back on the road. Endurance is one of the largest vehicle protection companies in the U.S. For a limited time, new customers can get $300 off any Endurance vehicle protection plan. Plus, new customers will receive $500 in shopping vouchers to spend at national grocery stores, restaurants, and online merchants. Endurance is offering a minimal down payment as well as deferred payment options for those who qualify and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Also, for a limited time, Endurance Elite membership is included with every vehicle protection plan. The plan includes 24-7 roadside assistance, personal concierge, theft recovery, key fob replacement, repair loans without an application, and additional discounts at select merchants. For example, uh, the Cayenne that we have, uh, you know, we do have a four-year-old who managed to misplace one of our key fobs. and Oh, that's the worst. We like to have two of them at a time. You know, you never know. My wife is going to grab the car or I or whatever. And, yeah. um, and so those are super expensive, especially for modern cars, right? <clears throat> So uh, with something like this, with the Endurance Elite program, you call it up, you can get your key fob covered. Uh, let's say it's you know anywhere from five to $700 because it's not just the key fob, then you have to program it. It has to be done at a dealer. All of those costs are totally covered. In these trying times, if you need to get out and back on the road, you want to make sure you're covered and protected. Endurance Now covers you, your family, and keeps you on the road. Go to endurancenow.com forward slash DWA. So uh, that's my big project car updates. <sighs> yeah, I nice. see so you're killing it. Lena's a pretty big one, yeah. too. Did you see that Photoshop? That took must have taken a few <laughs> hours, right? Uh, Dude, Lane, you reposted it on your own yeah. account, and you didn't make it any more obvious. I thought you were going to no, like... So the only reason I, re- I just did a screenshot, because... I yeah. had happened but to go does... to ours when it had 944 likes. That's the only. Re- yeah. to, oh, that, that's why I reposted it I like that. that. I just like I didn't know because it was a screenshot with 944 likes, and I had happened to just that's go cool. to DWA. I'm like, oh shit, 944. So I screenshotted it and then I posted it on mine. That's yeah. why I just put hashtag 944. Dude, but by the way, oh, you that's s- cool. I don't know why people are so fooled because you say fake news rendering Dude, is your that, first because she will read. read. That shows you the. I, that shows you like. Literally, like five people. Ask me. I am the guy. I, I am that guy. I didn't read it. I didn't <laughs> yeah. until you guys told me that it was fake news. I literally did not. Yeah, read my that, first so. two hashtags. It's a glance and move fake on. Fake news rendering. Yeah, that's and then, that's pretty cool. And then like yeah. Joe Polo thinks he's smart. He's like, oh, Photoshop. <laughs> Dude, it's like everybody. Dude, it literally is like, what is it? S- average smarter than me. The average person spends two point five seconds on each image. Right? It's like double tap. Swipe, double tap, swipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah exactly. But it, it looks so, like if you're it's going to look killer, though. Did you make any progress? Uh, I mean, I've been working on it. It's just I haven't worked on it in a few days. Uh, I, I, the only reason I did that Photoshop was because I wanted to. I need to put holes for the external oil cooler because it has a turbo external oil cooler on my car that I put on it, and um, I have to have some holes there because it it's right behind the solid part of the bumper. So I mocked up like 
horizontal lines and vertical and kind of like the round holes. I wanted to see how it would look basically and what's like the most acceptable looking thing. Um, so that's the only reason I mocked it up. And then, and I wanted to look some, somewhat real, right? Uh, but I definitely didn't like pay tons of attention to details on that thing or anything. Like, um, just wanted to give myself an idea of like proportions and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, uh, I decided to post it the other day. And part of my motivation was that, um, and I wanted to be kind of like, I wanted to do a full like dickhead post, like mocking Hoonigan. Um, because I don't know if you guys saw, but they last week they did this, a full press release where, to like all the magazines, all the online places that they were going to unveil their Fox body Mustang the next day or this, this new Ken block car. And that here's a link to the video airing at 10 AM tomorrow. It was like a big deal, right? It's airing at 10 AM. It's going to be a, a new Jim Connor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like going to do something cool. No, it's literally, it's an interview. It's, or it's, it's a zoom call with Ken block the guy who did a rendering of the Mustang and a, and two other guys talking about how, yeah, they could probably build this Mustang. <laughs> so I wanted to be, I wanted to be a total dick and be like coming tomorrow, you know, you know, like, like yeah. we're going to talk about this like bumper, you know, and then and be like, by the way, it's fake. But you know, um, that was my original motivation with posting it. But then I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to, post it and say just you know it's not you know real, uh, lane but. so you were talking about different kind of designs around the the holes there for to, for the for yeah. the uh, oil cooler i was picturing nissan pulsar nx taillight you know what i'm talking about oh yeah those little yeah, like this <laughs> i mean strips. so i had done that too because i had kind of replicating almost like the gradient of the dwa on the fender oh yeah yeah essentially like doing um it, it just didn't look right like not and the horizontals Looked really weird um, when I did it, and then the verticals looked kind of weird. I think this looked the most appropriate, and it kind of matches. At least it matches the uh, the driving lights. Right. Yeah. It carries that that same yeah. kind of theme. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. Looks cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. And yeah, like a thousand likes immediately. It felt like yeah, it blew up, dude. That's a lot, crazy. Well, a lot of people it, like it because Lane that. reposted it on his feed, and everyone got excited. That's why. <laughs> yeah. uh, is that it? No, I re- I reposted it today, and it was a screenshot. <laughs> I'm just I didn't repost. But yeah, I mean, obviously, um, it's it's yeah, like no. a, a it's a it's a big um I don't know if I want to call it a theme. It's a it's a major DWA topic, right? The the uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's like a there's a it's s- literally the only project car update that's lasted the entire six years <laughs> oh. that we've been recording. You're right. Yeah. And there's a small like people have kind of like been with this car a lot, right? Through its like orange bumper days, through its regular bumper days, through you know the gray the bumper, fully painted and Euro bumper to crash. You know they've kind of lived through it. Let's not let's not forget the zucchini. Well, that's zucchini. zucchini. Uh, Who could forget the RIP? Um, and yeah, everyone kind of has their opinions and stuff. I think and uh, yeah, like people are some people are some you people know, are missing kind of, the gray. Uh, sentimental for the gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Don't those, listen to those. Those idiots. people are dirtbags. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a fucking bunch of losers. Bunch of yeah. fucking losers. So. Um, um, <laughs> and then it's not a project update, but I did want to bring up before I forget, dude, we've gotten, uh, like two DMs about people using run buggy through our website and people oh. are super stoked. Nice. 
And uh, they said it's like the cheapest deal they could find. And there was like the best shipping service they've ever used. Two people. Wow. And Chef Malone used it as well, which we've talked about before. But and I just wanted really to bring that up deal. before I forgot. So. Yeah, check out the shipping, awesome. tab. Yeah, I mean, shipping tab on our website. On, well, yeah, because we haven't been talking about it long. So yeah. that's that's a lot of endorsements for a short amount of time. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And they're both like really positive, which is pretty cool. Like gives us more reason to endorse it, right? Yeah, it's also it's an awesome uh, service. Uh, big shouts out to uh, DWA on Patreon. Just want to throw that out there. I saw Lane. You're doing a little giveaway. I am. It's a. Uh, I'm. I'm. I actually. I'll announce the. I can announce the winner on here right now for Patreon. Oh dang! Um, cool. the winner. Actually, give me one second. Hey, uh, Lane. You got to hype <laughs> anyway. this up, man. We don't know what we're talking about. What is it that these All people right, are winning? Sorry. You know. So, <laughs> I am giving true. away one Lane Skelton design print of your car. Whatever car you want, it could be your car. It could be a car you aspire to own. Um, what about if I ask you for a Mighty Max? I want Warren's is, Mighty Max, dance and all. Yeah, that'd be cool, dude. He's he's chomping at the bit to do that. Chomping at the bit. I kind of want that. Chomping. Be pretty PT sick, Cruiser? right? Uh, PT, PT Cruiser, Cruiser, sure, dude. I'll do the wood grain and everything. Um, we'll make it the legit. Stats, little sp- dude, we'll do, stats. We'll do chrome fucking feelers and stuff. Uh, the winner of the, uh, of the free, whatever we call it, print Rendering. is, uh, Alan. Well, wait, wait, before, oh, okay. Go, Brian. You didn't even say, did you say how, what the whole structure was? Like you oh, asked yeah. on several so, different venues, like to match your. I, I asked, uh, what the odometer reading is on my 944. Um, and I reminded people that hasn't worked in over a year and it only has five digits, which is a key, right? Because you can't, yeah. then people would say, oh, like 256, 350. Which it, people did. So, yeah. Well, Chef Malone <laughs> did, did, did that. I mean, yeah. I, I just, as of the last time I checked, no one even um, acknowledged mine. I thought mine was great. Mine was 80085, which is a pretty cool one, right? Remember? Boobs. 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 Remember? Yeah. Uh, so good, dude. So good. So one thing I, I nice. think there's a little bit of a, you can do like a, I don't know what it is, a psychological test or whatever, but most people like guess between like five and eight, 50, like 51, 50 and 85, 86. It's mm-hmm. weird how like out of all the people, 35 that, that guessed on Patreon, one, no, two people guessed below 10,000. Hmm. Yeah, but weird. you have to remember this is a rollover thing, so it's, it's like yeah, it can't go broken, yeah, like, yeah. What? yeah, and it's broken. Like you, you don't think my car would have, like you know. So, anyways, the winner is Alan Yurling, Yurling. Sorry, U E R L I N G. Pronounce that for me. I think you're pretty close. Yurling, Alan Yurling guessed twenty nine twenty nine, so two thousand nine hundred twenty nine miles. And my car has in between 22 and 23 miles. Oh, that was the closest. Yeah, because 22 and 23 miles. Oh, but dang. So it rolled over, then broke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And everyone, which is, I think that's pretty common. Ah, interesting. That's great that the, uh, yeah, yeah, that people are way up there, right? That's what you're saying. Dude, and and (laughs) only one person, like, or maybe two voted for under, you know, guessed under 10,000. That's pretty far off. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty far off. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. That's wild. Congratulations, that's cool. Alan. Congrats. Wait, I wonder what he wait, 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 wait. So is somebody, are you turning the corner on this? 
Is somebody did somebody guess nine 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 or whatever? Um, I'm because no, they we're would not technically doing that. be closer. That's not closest. That's farthest away. Depends. Well, yeah. the it's the odometer reading, right? It's yeah. what it reads. Right. So that's that's yeah, yeah. definitely the farthest away. Yeah. 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 Cool, dude. Congrats, Alan. How yeah, are we going to pick? It looks like he has an E30, so maybe oh, maybe cool. that. Oh, oh, we got an E30. Oh, nice. It's got good taste. Uh, just an M3, but not a normal. Huh. Nice. Bummer. Yeah. Wrong roof line. <laughs> uh, Alan or Alex? Alan. Alan Erling. Uh, Mitsubishi Mighty Max is kind of a cool idea. I'm just throwing yeah, it out there. Yeah, really cool, cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> really, really cool. Maybe we'll put the McLaren sticker on the side for this picture. Yeah. 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 So, since. Um, I, I, are you going to throw another uh, Project Car update out there? No, go for it. So I, I, I'm Carlos in Seattle. So um, I just, I'm doing yeah, stuff though. What are you gonna um, do? Oh, by the way, uh, DWA.com says Art's current car is a 924s. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can never keep that thing. That up to is date. somewhat relevant. I mean, that's somewhat up to date though. No, but I mean, yeah. we really need a reminder that when Art sells a car, it's got to like. You know, it needs to yeah, roll, yeah. It's it's roll over be, like that odometer. Is what you're saying? Yeah. 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 It, has it ever been accurate? <laughs> because it's always it's a oh, yeah. it's I'm, a moving target. Well, it was accurate when Warren updated it with that. Yeah, it was accurate. But last time I updated it, every single one of us had the wrong car in some way or another. <laughs> nice. It was either like I forget what Lane had because that seems weird. It would been wrong, but it was wrong. Huh? Maybe the Subaru. Maybe, I had or the night two was still on there. Or something? My wife or no. Maybe you did have the Subaru. You on might have had the Subaru on there for some reason, or you know. Or I had the something. the 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 whatever that thing was CX five, CX five. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm I'm definitely keeping a very close pulse on the E thirty scene out here. Just uh, I'm 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 really keen on doing Feverish. this case swap thing. So, um, yeah, yeah. Are you so what? Well, yeah, what's your deal? Are you gonna buy a Eventually, car? I mean, what? right now there's like there's like really no rush, and I'm also waiting. I want case swap to release their thing because it, it's a full kit that they're going to release, and it's not available yet, and it's who knows how long it's delayed too. So. I don't know. I mean, I'm not super motivated, um, but I mean, I I would wait. Keep an eye. I would wait a little bit. I would wait like three months. Three months after they release it. No, no, to buy a car. Because you think I think prices are going to change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the housing market. It's going to keep going down. But it's like it's still kind of slow, and then I think it's going to kind of drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just I'm also being super picky to help delay it. (laughs) You know, like I I want, like there's so many red ones out there. There's so many black ones. There's so many tan interiors. Obviously, so I I want, you know, an interesting color or a white car. It'd be a gray car. Just I don't want a red or a black car, and definitely not a tan interior. You know, like I've had people reach out and like um, suggest some, and it's like, dude, like they're decent cars, but. They're like, yeah, you can just swap the interior out. I'm like, have you ever tried to do that? <laughs> like, it, it's not only that, it's not cheap anymore. <laughs> right, right, it's For, super expensive. Exactly to find a night, dude. A black interior is probably what, like, fifteen hundred bucks. Like, if you get seats and door panels and stuff, oh, at least probably right. More than that, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. just seats, seats are probably just that seats. alone. Yeah, I haven't been yeah. paying attention. If they're nice um, for sports seats, yeah. and if they're not, and if they're not nice, then you got to pay to have them done. Right. So then you're at fifteen hundred easily. Anyways. Yeah. Um. So that's part of why I have a whole interior, a black interior in my storage right now because. I don't need it, but I know if I get rid of it, I'll, I don't know. I'll never be able to get another one, you know? Yeah. You're hoarding. So, 
Warren, be careful. Be careful, man. Art is known to walk by garages and peek That's in true. and like get how, up in and people's how garages. How devastating would, would that be? Because it would it would go into a car and immediately leave, and it was just so it's so um. Oh, you would get a tan interior left on your doorstep. <laughs> oh god, that would be the worst. I, I would love it, dude. I like tan. So oh, there you go. Gets <laughs> late. Blooded. Um, it's just that that is that would be a very funny automotive enthusiast related theft though, where. Warren wakes up one day, he's standing out on his doorstep with his cup of coffee and his pajamas, and he sees a, a <laughs> he sees just a tan E30 interior sitting on the front lawn. And he's like, what? And he goes in, and it's all rummaged through, and there's like, his black interior is gone, and it's like, damn it! I was picturing it more like, like he sees some kind of, he sees a tr- like a dump truck or something backing up, and Actually, maybe I'll borrow one of a uh, round count racing's little mini dump trucks and like Wham's kind of yeah, stoked on it. He's like, what is going on out there, dude? And then I just, I lift up the tail, you know, or the, what is it called? The bed beep, beep. It just all that shit falls it drops out. It. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I, I, I mentioned this to Warren the other day, but I, I, I talked to a couple shops here locally that deal with a lot of eighties and nineties BMWs just to kind of keep an eye out. Like, and you know, I've seen like, I've driven past and I did a Google street view and there were several E thirties in their lot that were looking pretty dusty. And they're like, yeah, that happens all the time. Like people will basically abandon a car cause they don't want to pay for a repair or, you know, um, you know, if it's especially like something major, you know, like a engine, like a timing belt failure or something like that, uh, which is perfect. Right. Cause I want to rip the engine out. Um, so, you know, just kind of putting the, the, the feelers out there. We'll see what happens, but not, no rush. So what do you, what are your thoughts? I, I haven't heard you really describe being serious on the podcast about this yet. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, like what, 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 what's your ideal scenario? Well, I would love, like, are you doing the work yourself or I, what? I would I, like I, to, I, mean, I know it's, it, it's comical, but uh, to say with, we'll see right now there's some downtime, but I would love to buy a kit. Yeah. If it's a kit, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, it comes with instructions and you dedicate, let's say, you know, five hours a weekend or something right to this thing. And, Let's say you put it together over the course of a month, um, and then you know you kind of tinker uh, through the little details to to get it to run right and dial it in. And I would love to. So yeah, do it. Do yeah, it yeah, yourself. I would love to do it myself. Yeah. Um, you know. So buy buy a clean car or yes. So or, I mean, not yeah. I mean, obviously with a within a budget, right? So ideally, no rust is key, and then obviously I mentioned those colors. Um, I don't really care big bumpers or or, or plastic bumper. Like I mean, I, I would love to do a Euro bumper swap if I get an early car, and you know, there those are available now. Um, so there are good reproductions of those uh, that that aren't like ridiculously expensive. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of the idea. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a full race car or anything like that. I, I would love to just do like a cool little tuner build, get suspension, do the real adjustable real suspension that's welded in <laughs> with the right tabs and not the freaking cheapy stuff and, uh, oh, dial okay. it in, you know, I mean, uh, and have like a fun package and something to discuss and, you know, share with you guys and like, you know, experience. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's just, a very compelling package as we talked about. And it's very interesting. I think you can do it with, with a, you know, without breaking the bank, it's not super expensive. Um, and also they mentioned that the K swap or the K Miata kit is going to be uh, cheaper than the Miata setup because it doesn't require replacing the subframe. So, um, it's the same cross member. You use the stock oh. one and, uh, it has like these yeah. mount adapters for the engine and stuff. So, um, it's supposed to be nice. cheaper. So like if the K Miata set is, or setup is like 4,500 bucks, this will probably, they said 1500 possibly cheaper. So 
without the engine, you're looking at three grand. And then, um, you know, the engines I've been seeing them for, for super cheap recently. Um, the K 24s are like, you know, 750 bucks from a lot of these, um, different sites like H motors and a few other ones. So cheap. And those are Japanese spec engines that, um, have 40,000 miles on them. And you just, you know, you do the timing belt and stuff yourself and water pump and slap it in there. Um, and so this is obviously going to be a difficult thing to have a California plate on. Yeah. No. Uh, well. Yeah. Definitely. Not a, you'd it, have to borrow. No. Not it, if you. Not if you Japanese keep spec everything. Stock. You'd have to borrow it with catalytic converters from that car. You'd have to do the the Japanese bit is the hard. Not, not really. Hard part. No. Not that. That is. If you though. buy it from a California car and you take everything yeah, over, yeah, but it'd have to be the whole car. So you have to get everything. No, not the whole car. Well, no, it's just the engine. Well, no, you need but, but you need all exhaust. the smog shit. You need the exhaust. Yeah, you, need, you need you need everything. The cats dude. and all that. Yeah. Yeah, so it, I think it's expensive, but it's still, it's just I don't like get, Andrew did exhaust. with the Mitsubishi, where he bought the GTO and he had to put everything over onto it to make it legal. Yeah, but you said the whole car, but it's obviously not. I mean, we're talking about the motor and everything. But that's why he it, bought so the yes, car, all the small computer, and then everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you would do anyway, well, right? Oh, I, mean, I don't it's know. Tricky. I think he I mean, just piggyback. You're running, I think you you're, piggyback onto the the original. Miata so the, the guys the at, at K-Swap, um, or K-Miata, I keep saying K-Swap, uh, K-Miata have their own ECU that they, they put together. So, I mean, there's ways around that. You know, you could actually put the stock ECU. Yeah. So that's I, not the, 50 state. But, yeah, the tricky thing is 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 that you do need, uh, for it to pass bar, you have to have the ECU that goes with that engine. Um, it's not an issue if it's a right. Japanese motor because it's the same engine. It's just that it happens to come from Japan because they, you know, as, as you guys know, these motors are, yeah, but are, um, you know, they come out of all the cars. smog stuff is different. All the smog but stuff I, that's, is different. That's, right? that's, I can get all that stuff from a TSX or whatever, right? So it's like, uh, oh, well, so I, I mean, okay, so you're t- saying two different things. I mean, that's some work to yeah, actually, like, I mean, go I'm not, and, but I'm saying, but find all those cars. Cars. Yeah, regardless, right? Unless he's buying a, a basically a complete car from a junkyard exactly. and taking all that and so stuff out. It, I guess what I'm trying to say is, for example, um, everyone in the JDM world jokes about the SR20 DET, you know, the, 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 the little dual overhead cam four turbo motor that's in the Sylvia's. Those were never offered here and those are really illegal, right? So that's an issue. That's impossible to smog in California. You can't do that. But these TSX engines, um, you know, were offered here and they're not a different engine really. It's just that mm. a lot of these companies import them from Japan because they're low mileage motors uh, because, you know, people scrap right. the cars. Yeah. So, that's the situation. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, we'll I see. I think realistically, you'd go Montana with this thing. I, I think yeah, so. Right. Yeah. You have that. Don't you have easier. that? You have that property in South Dakota. You can just yeah, there's one, leave yeah, it there, right? In Oregon as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'll, be, it'll be fine. I did want to mention, I mean, uh, but but it's interesting. I mean, you're a car flipper, too. I mean, there's Bring some a trailer. Would, I mean, that's oh, yeah, nationwide, that's a good right? Yeah, 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 that's, that's yeah. Point. Once you get out of this state, you're pretty. You're, I mean, aren't like most states not even smogging like cars this old, anyways? Yeah. <laughs> I do think though, this is a weird thing. Hearing from Art is doing a big major transplant, and you know, there's not a lot it's of not money just putting touches, right? Yeah. And there's it, not a lot of money potentially coming back for this. It's a way to I have mean, them keep a car for more than eight months, basically five. Yeah, months. well, that's that's what I'm saying. Because it's almost like he'd only drive a it for a month car. after it's done, and then. I could yeah, almost so. see this like being a car that sits on the side while another car comes and goes. Ah, yes, that's right. I think that like a maybe like a 528i E39 wagon with a manual or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see where that goes. Um, I 
I was going to mention something else uh, since I don't have uh, car updates. Um, I finally got around to reading something that I'm sure everybody knows about, and it's the uh, the um, the the what's it called with Moss uh, at the Mila Milia that Dennis Jenkinson wrote um, during the 1955 Mila Milia. Um, it's a yeah, pretty famous piece, and so um, Dennis Jenkinson used to write for uh, Motorsport Magazine back in the day, and you know he was a pretty well known automotive journalist, and he's the one who sat with uh sterling moss and did pace notes with him uh for that race and uh dude it's such an incredible story you know you hear little bits here and there you know okay average speed of 100 miles an hour and you know and um, flying through villages and all that but the details are so fucking cool like um just the, like for example they actually practiced the route three times because um you know they were building out all of these pace notes and so he basically created a little almost like a uh, imagine like a rolling pin map so that he could go through all the pace notes that way that's all how all that's of them used to, that's standard how they used to do it well guess who invented that <laughs> he did yeah so dennis jenkinson was basically the guy who did that the first time and so like that was huh. um that became a uh, standard right and uh and so he talks about kind of the process and like all of the things that they that they decided to name things, you know, like different turns. Um, and yeah. one little tidbit that I thought was hilarious was, um, here's a little, uh, uh, just a quick little blurb. Then we logged all the difficult corners, grading them as saucy ones, dodgy ones, and very dangerous ones. <laughs> this is the terminology they use. And, We're coming up to Yellow House. It's a saucy yeah, one. And, uh, and uh, remember, they're going, I'm not kidding, over 170 miles an hour in some sections. And so they can't hear each other a lot of the time. So they developed a, a, a sign language, basically, some like hand gestures for a lot of these turns. And um, it's just, it's fascinating to hear how, um, it's kind of like thinking of like Mercedes Benz in 1955 was like Toyota, um, you know, rally, uh, what we were talking about recently, right? Like, like where they're kind of, uh, limitless budget, like they're putting every single resource behind this thing because they will win it. Like they're going to make it happen. Right. And so they go out, they fly these guys out multiple times, uh, to, to practice this, this route. And every single time they crash, <laughs> And, uh, and, and Mercedes doesn't care. They're like, whatever. Yeah. Are you guys cool? Like, are you still good to race? And they just scrap a 300 SL or whatever, you know? And, um, it is funny. Like the, they, they crash because of the stupidest reasons. Like, um, like they came up on, on the second practice, they came up on a fucking military, um, convoy and, uh, the guy changed lanes without looking over his shoulder and they were flying like 130 miles an hour on the left, you know, on the, uh, basically to go around them. And this guy just fucking merges right in front of him. They smash right into him, you know, um, although they were doing 130 miles an hour and probably yeah. like a 20. So, oh, <laughs> but uh, by the way, uh, bias ply tires, drum brakes. So Dude, it's so nuts. So what that blew my mind that because, um, not only was it really fast, it was sustained for long periods of time. Like there are certain sections yeah. on the Adriatic Sea. Like if you look at the old route, like they just, there's these long straights just right along the coast and they sustained yeah. 170 miles an hour plus for, you know, 20 that minutes. Is... And, um, this is in 1955, these in an old car, uh, very primitive. Yeah. Yeah, just keeping the motor together for yeah. those periods of Tires. time. And so, crazy. yeah, he talks about being at 7,500 RPM for most of this thing and occasionally up to 8,200. In certain stints when Moss kind of did not care to, to, to change gear. Um, and, uh, the, the other thing too was like, he talks about all the different personalities, other people they're racing against and kind of how they were keeping track of like where those people were during the race and 
um, at every checkpoint, they get like a little slip of paper and a stamp and they're like, oh shit, like they're ahead of us or they're behind us. And like, sometimes they didn't even get the slip because they were hauling ass. And as soon as they got the stamp, they bailed. And so they thought they were losing by a ton because they still hadn't caught up to this one dude, uh, Castellotti, uh, who was the Ferrari driver. And it turns out that he had broken down like, you know, hours ago, but they never saw him and they, and they hid the car in the bushes cause they didn't want anyone to know. And just all these little details are so cool. You know, I mean, um, Wow. It's pretty insane though, because um, you know they they succeeded and they 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 basically destroyed the record and they they made it in under ten hours. Oh no, I think it was a little bit. Over, it was like ten hours and two minutes or something. Um, and um, it was average speed of like ninety eight miles an hour. Um, but they there were mistakes. You know, there were there were very close calls. There were they they crashed twice. They went off the road and and, and smacked into the the hay bales in one town. Um, and Moss was driving like an absolute maniac. You know, like he they they were basically a hundred percent committed to making this shit happen. And so, um, it was it was interesting to see how sometimes he would say, okay, in this section he was kind of like taking it easy because of the crowds or something like that. You know, like there was just some places were more controlled than others, as you can imagine, you know, like people were super excitable back then. It's kind of like group B style where everyone's in the fucking road. Now imagine a rural Italian village. Right. Um, but for the yeah. most part, he was like flat out everywhere. And, um, there was one where he's like, um, he says, uh, so, and I finally made my first and only mistake. And, uh, he called, uh, one, I think it was a right-hander and he thought it was a longer straight than it was. And it was followed by a quick left or something. And luckily, you know, he didn't call it, but luckily Sterling remembered that section for some reason. And he managed to slow down in time, but he's like, dude, if, if he didn't know that spot, like they would have flown off the road and and basically a cliff and they would have been done, you know, Uh, and possibly. It's funny to think about, imagine all the, uh, the people who did crash and die and you always blame the driver and what, we can never know that it was the navigator. Yeah, well, that's another Not thing. That. A lot of these guys didn't have navigators. Like, this is a very novel concept. Yeah. And so, um, like, Fangio right. didn't have a navigator, and they destroyed Fangio. Like, he was way back there. Um, so, like, yeah. a lot of these guys just didn't, but you know. The, they, 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 it's, later on, I was going to say later on in the 70s and stuff, the local guys were usually the favorites. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but I think it's a Ferrari or an Alpha driver. Um just was very very good but he was from the area you know yeah so he knew the roads and stuff so cool man ah like it was just yeah it, that's cool just, i think there's a there's a coloring book too uh based on this story oh really <laughs> yeah it's a really cool one i've kept seeing on instagram yeah. a while back. who's that dude? is it about carpe diem Car- carpe diem yeah. i think yeah. so yeah yeah it's like the greatest drive or something like that yeah, yeah dude, um it's, it's interesting you saying that they um when ferrari crashed and they hid the car because then my mind went to, why would you do that? Well, you wouldn't want the competitors to lay off and not push as hard because there's a chance that they could crash. And then it's, yeah, you know, you're both in the same position, right? So right. if you don't reveal that your car is broken, they still think you're out there and they're pushing. Totally, and pushing yeah. And, Especially that's, yeah. What, that's yeah. exactly what happened in this scenario, right? They were trying to catch up to the guy and they're like, dude, we cannot fucking catch this guy. What is happening? Right, <laughs> like, right, right. Um, and it was also that's interesting funny. to see how, you know, this car... Um, cause they, they go into detail about the, the car, uh, the specs and everything too. And it was a 300 horsepower around there, uh, 300 foot pounds of torque. Uh, this is the SLR obviously. Um, and, um, 
and so the right at the beginning um for the first like i'd say for the first 45 minutes of the race um they just cannot keep up with this ferrari like um it, the the ferrari it was it was a bigger displacement car but um you know they talk about this guy just pulling away like nothing you know and like at that point he was like all right fuck it if we finish like second or third as long as we 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 give a guy this guy a run for his money we're happy but like over time, like they saw, like, you know, Moss was actually, even though he was driving the shit out of the car, he was way more conservative with his tires where he was trying to slide it less and like do, you know, braking was, was more conservative in certain areas. And, um, and he talks about, you know, following this guy for a while, like, let's say it's 45 minutes at the start of the race and just watching this guy completely just manhandle this, this Ferrari in front of him. And he was talking about how it was the best spectating he'd ever done. You know, like even though he's, he's, he's in Mercedes, he wants to win for Mercedes, but he's like, this is fucking amazing. Like we're balls out out here. And this guy is just flying all over the road, literally like going out and kicking up dirt everywhere and gravel to the point where they had to pull off even further and basically say, fuck it. We'll just let this guy roll for a bit. Cause, cause you know, we can't, even see <laughs> like um yeah it's, it's just it's a great story uh, definitely recommend it. it's a really good read um not super long the name of it again it's a with moss at the mila milia by dennis jenkinson and the whole the whole piece is is available on uh, motorsportmagazine.com if you go um if you go to the website it's on the in their archives and you can read the whole story <clears throat> cool nice I, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, so was it, was it written as a book or, cause I, I thought I read that as a book, but it might've been just published a, as, a, as a small a book. Yeah. But it, it's a, it's, I think, I think, no, I think there, I think he wrote an article, uh, but then he had a book too, where he references all this, the racing driver. Okay. The racing driver. Yeah. Dennis, Dennis Jenkinson, the racing driver. Um, maybe that's more uh, than just the Moss story. It is. It, it includes the Moss story. Um, that's a big part oh, okay. of it. But, uh, yeah, published in 1959. Right. Um, okay. The Theory and Practice of Fast Driving by Dennis Jenkinson. Super cool. That's uh, also a cool book. It's been a super long time. I, I think I have it, but, uh, yeah, dude, that, that's piece of history is just so yeah, rad. I definitely yeah. want to check it out now because it's, you know, having read this story now, how that ties into that one. And kind of, I'm sure he talks about the other driver's perspectives maybe or something and, and, and their approach. Um, you know, he does, he does yeah. really romanticize, um, Sterling's style. Like he's, he's extremely smooth, even though like he's like, you know, driving full tilt and just how, how progressive he is with everything and just very fluid, right? He, he talks about this one section when they're climbing, um, this one, one mountain and, uh, and he's like, he's like, I know that I should technically be afraid right now, but I am so entertained by watching Sterling drive that I forget what's in front of us. Like he's, they're like basically about to fly <laughs> off of a 2000 foot cliff, but it doesn't matter. You know, he's just like mesmerized by what's going on and it sounds so damn cool, you know? Um, yep. And I love that. I love that idea. I mean, you can just feel it that this idea that, you know, they think the Ferrari's ahead and, and Moss is just like driving as hard as he can. And he's, expecting that they would be gaining on him and like the thought process that goes through his mind where it's like 
shit, like this guy, how is it possible that this guy is so much faster than me? I'm giving it everything I can. Yeah. yeah. It's like and, unbelievable. And like never, never are you going to be in a better position to really push the limits where you, you think you're giving it everything you can, but then you know that somebody's in front of you and you're not gaining on them. Yeah, the, so you can, there's, there's more room to be had and you're just tricking yourself into like pushing the envelope even further. Well, the funny thing about that course too, I don't know if you've watched any footage is that you can see down the road, like, mm. like across a valley and then some. Right. Yeah. So you're like, right. how am I not seeing that red fucking car? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's psychologically kind of gnarly, right? Um, yeah. 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 There was one little thing. I, at least I, I interpreted it as like the, the Italians trying to, um, botch their, their, um, their win or their, their success. And cause they were at this point, they were doing really well and they were way ahead. And, um, uh, Dennis says that, he was like preparing himself after a check, uh, a checkpoint and like he was basically, you know, strapping himself in, like he was ready to roll. And then all of a sudden he sees a, a camoed arm like come in and try to fidget with the ignition. And then, uh, Sterling puts it in first gear and just floors it and they take off and the arm flies out uh, like into the distance, you know, and they bail and they never, t- he never says anything about it, but I understood it as basically like the Italians were going to be like, Oh, kind of distract them or something, you know, or try to like question them about something and just try to delay them further. But, um, but yeah, just a bunch of kind of cool little things like that. It's all about the details of this thing and how they did it to like all the, they went back multiple times, as I mentioned, and, um, you know, at the time, even in on Italian roads, they had the kilometer uh, markers on stones, you know, so every single kilometer on these roads everywhere, they had, um, you know, one of these large um, stones that had a big number on it. And you knew exactly what uh, distance you were from wherever. And so that was extremely helpful for as a brake marker, as an acceleration marker, you know, all that. And like, Dude, I couldn't believe it. Like they they were saying at 170, they were hitting brows and catching air and landing. And I'm just like, dude, any little smidge of a mistake, dude, like you're, 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 you're done. You know, you're, you're, and it's not a closed course. There's cows and people. Well, and, so that's another you know. thing I did learn. So they did actually, um, they did clear traffic. Um, at least tra- I know they cleared yeah, traffic. But cows but are, you know, definitely a possibility, still but, um, potential for that. I, stuff, I, for some right? reason, I always thought that, um, some of these areas, you know, and when you got into the rural towns and stuff, like they were not controlled, but they basically said that there, uh, it was completely closed to all traffic and they never encountered other cars yeah. except for the participants. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they talk like flying by like a triumph at 170 and they were going 110 and they just kind of wave, you know, <laughs> like it's like nothing. Um, Dude, yeah, super cool. That's so cool too to think. I mean, not that that's the first running of that race, but the war comes along and there's not much car activity and racing, and then they're back to racing, and it's like such a crazy jump from where there was nothing going on, and now there's cars going by 170 in 1955. It's just like hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, yeah. The, the other thing that that's was wild. weird about that, like they talk about the the transmission having um it's not a dog leg it's a first up just like you would normally but second is so uh first is over and up right and second is down back to where and over. second is normally right but then you yeah. go third forward does that make sense yeah so he yeah, yeah, yeah. so he was he kept screwing up and shifting into fifth so they basically over the course of 3 days um they um they acknowledged that that was going to be a problem and 
Mercedes built some kind of mechanism and I can't find pictures of it. I want to see what it looks like, but it was placed over the gate to actually, um, basically block him from going to seven, second to fifth. Like, so he, a lockout. Yeah. Some kind something. of a lockout. Yeah. 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 But, um, I want to see what it looks like because they made it sound like it was like superimposed on top of whatever was there, you know? Um, <clears throat> so yeah, like that, but yeah, he just talks about like they, they did whatever they said, like, like kind of like formula one style today where like they, they, they custom made, they tailored seats to them. So like they measured them. And so everything was done and formed around them. The whole cockpit was designed based around their needs and where they wanted stuff. And like, no questions asked whatever they wanted, you know? So they're like, we will beat them. It's pretty rad. I was just text this uh, picture and I was talking to somebody today about this, but I've seen quite a few people and uh, I don't know if it's exact group of people wearing their face masks like this, but <laughs> it's uh, where, where they wear it where their mouth is covered but their nose isn't and this picture is like well that's kind of like wearing your underwear with your dick hanging over the top <laughs> i don't understand what that why you would do that it makes no sense it does not also somebody sent me a video of a guy waiting in line to get into a store and he had his hand like covering his face because they said you had to have a face covering <laughs> wow. Dude, and speaking of face coverings, uh, one, the last thing I'll say about this thing, like, ha, did you guys notice that back then after a race, like they, their faces were completely covered in oil? Like, and I, yeah. I'm trying to figure out where that came from. Like, is it from their own engines or like, is it as they yeah, pass from ever, all Dude, the cars on the track? All the cars. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. And just dirt in general, like dust. Cause and you're, you're out in the grime. open. Yeah. Cause, um, Hammered. they have like bugs. That, if you look at the picture at the end where they're uh, basically at the awards, yeah, yeah, they have the goggles off and yeah, you have a line. It's I the goggle. Say. Yeah. And, but I was thinking like, yeah. cause you encounter a car every once in a while, it sounded like, you know, cause they all left way, you know, the night before. But a lot of it's just dirt and grime and yeah. sweat and like you're racing for a long like, time. It's, it looks like soot, right? <laughs> it's dude, yeah. 11 hours of but driving without any mufflers. And, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. d- dust and grime. Yeah, I guess it all caked on, right? Dude, it's pretty so funny. gnarly. Yeah, there's another thing. There's so many little things. People just need to read this. But he uh, he's like halfway through the race, and all of a sudden, he feels like an ice-cold chill in his spine, like in his back. And he, he ba- this is another, uh, another mistake he made, not in the notes, but he's like, what the fuck happened? And he looks back, and fuel is surging out of the fuel filler, and it's spilling into his back. And so he misses a turn. He doesn't do the call because, or do the note, because he's doing this. And he's like, what the fuck's happening? And like Sterling, like almost runs off the road, like fishtails, and then looks over at, at Dennis, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, he's like super pissed at him and doesn't understand what's going on, obviously, because he can't communicate that. But, uh, and then that continues. He basically kept getting gasoline poured down his back for an hour, which is brutal. so gnarly. Yeah. I was just looking up the shift pattern because I have no idea what you're talking about. Did you figure? Did you um, see it? No. All that comes up is newer SLRs. Actually, a bunch of pictures I've taken of SLRs oh, really? with the carbon fiber interior. So, so just yeah. picture. So instead of a dog leg, you know, <laughs> traditionally you go over and down. It's just over and up, but second gear is in the same place that it would be normally on a normal transmission. Okay. So, so, okay. So first is on nylon by itself. Exactly. It's over off to Just the like side. a dog leg, but it's up. Exactly. Instead of down. It's up instead of down. And so, and yeah, he and was seconds where second is and third is where is straight up from second. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know oh, why okay. they did that. I think it's like it's a re- reverse cowgirl or something. <laughs> I mean, they call it. Yeah. That's weird know. because I've you're slow. I've heard that the, term come up. Well, I think it's the same theory uh, as a dog leg. For sure. Yeah. I guess yeah. they're just, it's because you're always it, but... going to, you're never going to first. So you're going second to third. 
So you want those to be in line and, and the quickest shifts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, it makes more sense if you think about it, because probably back then there wasn't a standardized kind of shift pattern, right? Whereas, like, you would yeah. maybe the whole dog leg thing came later in the 70s or something. And, like, at that point, it could have been anywhere. Just they wanted to keep 60s, it a, se- uh, a separate gear, as you said, an island on its own to keep the other ones yeah. um, in line. <clears throat> yeah. That makes sense. How about you, Brian? You any project updates? Um, yeah, I've got I've got some random ones. Um, something I uh, I didn't talk about last time was just uh, continued iRacing stuff. Um, it's kind of like a project update. Not really, but yeah, we'll go for it. Yeah, I mean, it's using cars, right? I no. guess cars. <laughs> Using cars isn't project. Are you? Do you work on the cars? I, I think it counts as. Using do you like? Cars. You know, work on them. Tire change. Christ, I would not want to listen to. I would not want to listen rear to. Rearview mirror. What's the rearview mirror situation on this thing? Probably perfect. You can make setup changes, I guess. Yeah. Which, uh, it's kind of easy access, like the equivalent of us saying, "Oh yeah, I I changed my camber or whatever." That would be a project update. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think. Uh, um, I don't want to just stand on a soapbox and talk about eye racing unless uh, it's interesting to anybody. But Warren's um, like about to leave the room. I don't know. <laughs> I know he's I like know. walking I mean, walking back from the screen. You can do what you want. So I guess I, I the, the main. <laughs> I mean, all I want to know is that's I, I, I want to know. Uh, an, I want to get an update on whether or not you've improved. You keep saying that you suck, and it's like like are you getting better from practicing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are definitely. you being, are you competitive? Um, not competitive yet. So what I'm doing is, uh, I flip to, and the freaking UI and iRacing is so annoying. I don't know if I've vented about that yeah. before. Maybe it was just me and Ali. Um, there's like two different UIs that you can spin up the game and, and you're like going through and searching for different races to join. And there's like private hosted ones. Blah, blah, oh, blah, I saw blah, there's a lemons race tonight, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're doing a lot. They have a whole big thing. Um, uh, So what I'm choosing to do is just try to do... There's like this whole uh, rating system where to qualify for certain racing series, you need to have a safety rating or something like that where you do you build this up over race over time and and um just shows that you're not that's like in real life right when you're getting a racing license yeah yeah Yeah, basically so i wanted to i wanted to do that and so i don't think like doing these lemons races i don't think helps that in any way any of these like one-offs i think is a completely different scale so what i'm trying to do is like build up some history on the the actual races um and it's it's fun it's it's really cool like one of the things i wanted to do was just see like what the shortest amount of time is that I could invest. Just like get in, get a race done and bail. Like I was hoping I could do one in like a half hour, but realistically it's, it's kind of like an hour. Um, so, uh, I was saying the UI sucks. It's like you got the in game and then you go to the website and that's a whole different entry point into figuring out what races to join. But, uh, that's the better place to look for any of the, you that are like just getting started. Um, you go in and you see the full schedule and you see what you qualify for as per your license. Um, and then uh, there's like basically races every hour, starting every hour. So, you know, at 11 p.m. I've done a couple where race starts at 11. You go in, 
get your whole thing set up and you practice on that course, you know, 10 minutes before, and then, uh, and then you switch over. There's like three minutes practice, two minutes or basic, or, or maybe it's like two laps, actually like five minutes, um, uh, for qualifying. And then the race starts, um, and a little bit of time in between. Uh, and, and then you race for, I don't know what it's like 15 laps or something. Um, and it's it's legit cool it's super fun it's like you get you know you get a lot of the same feelings and i'm i'm i am getting better in the very beginning it's like super uncomfortable and i don't know what's going on left and right of me now i'm starting to like i'm i'm a little more comfortable and um i i get a feeling like i i was also getting a little more aggressive with like left foot braking and stuff in the very beginning which was bad I was unsettling everything too much. So now I'm taking like a very like slow and methodical approach to the pedals where I'm letting off early, you know, then with this no double foot stuff, like just with the same foot doing the brake pedal and then back to the gas and just trying to be slow and deliberate. I was starting out like in higher gears and just kind of like lugging around just so I wasn't getting myself into trouble fishtailing and everything. And at this point, um, you know, I can, I can get around and I'm like, you know, you going edge to edge, I'm still way off the pace, but, uh, you know, like I think my, uh, my beginning laps were for this one that's super popular. And now I'm forgetting the name, uh, Okayama, uh, oh, is it uh, Ida? circuit, Ida circuit? It, uh, no, Okayama. I, I did actually remember it, um, uh, is the name of it. And, and in spec Miata's, uh, and I think I was doing like, uh one fourteens uh in the beginning and the and the guys up front were doing one oh twos or something and then i i ended up getting to around uh uh okay we got music playing in the background um uh getting down to like one oh seven or something is my most so i'm still like five seconds off the off the pace but uh you know i'm just trying to jump in and like kind of just get seat time in real races um and, uh, I think really the, the approach most people take is to, uh, uh, practice the course first before you start doing the races. But I like having it with all the cars next to me and everything. Um, and it's, it's fun. It's like, it's legit a good time. And I, 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 I do dig it. I, it'd be nice to have more time t- for it. But yeah, really, I think my takeaway is shortest amount of time is really like an hour. Uh, I mean, but between sitting down, getting all your stuff set up ahead of, uh, qualifying, uh, and then doing that. And then you do the race and then you're like checking the results a little bit after. And you know, it, it ends so up rounding. I'm up curious. I mean, it's one thing, there's a learning curve, right? Like you have to figure out how this game works and how it responds to your inputs and all that. But yeah. I wonder like, yeah. are those one Oh two guys rocking like super expensive equipment? That's very like, like it, they're it, wearing helmets. I don't think. Dude. Yeah. Do you need, a, suits. <laughs> so yeah, you like, do you need to have like the best stuff to really no, be competitive? I'm, I'm, I think that's like something that's like super well publicized. If you look at videos, people doing these comparisons and everything, and you look at people who do really well with basic setups, I think as long as you cover the basics, as long as you have a wheel for one, uh, I think, you know, I think that's, that's it. Uh, and, and you can go super far, um, lap time wise with just, just the bare minimum. Gotcha. Um, it really is. There's like the equi- the difference between like the finer, uh, feel details with the nicer setups and i'm just guessing because I, I haven't really tried a nicer setup uh is got to be such a small percentage of, uh, a small factor compared to just like 
understanding the physics of it and like, you know, just getting comfortable with when you need to go on the gas and when not. And that's just straight up like you just have to do laps to start getting that feel, you know, virtually rather than. So are you driving a manual transmission? Do you have a clutch and a shifter? Uh, I it's paddle shifting, um, and I'm not using the clutch. Okay. Are have you? But, it's, but I think, what kind of car are you running? A Miata. But those were not like paddle the, shifters, the right? Miata. Those aren't paddle shifters. No. Okay. Well, I mean, I I've never even looked. It's at just an a manual Miata. transmission, right? Yeah. Yeah, but my setup has. I don't have a shifter for my setup. I have paddles. I do have a clutch pedal on mine. Uh, the way I have it set up now is um, to not not use the clutch pedal. Gotcha. Did you have you raced um, against? Uh, but I don't know what standard have you is. Raced against the dudes in a uh, Assetto. No, I haven't. Um, I'm all set up. I've got everything. So in theory, I could. But I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not as into it. I've I've done I've I've logged into Assetto, and I think I've talked about it a little bit. Um, it's not as interesting to me though. I I I like the. I'm I'm in for the simulation aspect of yeah. it. I'm I'm let and I totally get it. Like the 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 video game part of it, I totally get. And and maybe maybe I would see the light if I was out there, uh, you know, hanging out with those guys. And and when you have friends doing it, uh, it would be cooler. But um, for the moment, I yeah, I just I kind of want to do it to learn tracks. It makes sense. And then, so one weird thing too is I don't know how it's interesting because like if you do, you know, they start hourly. I do, I want to do Okayama. Actually, I go in and I want to do Laguna or Sonoma, but for some reason, this UI I'm describing, it's like, dude, I, it feels like I can't just pick a race at Laguna. Like I just want to look up the next race at Laguna in a Miata. And for some reason, I I can't find that. And it could be me. I'm just a dummy. I don't know. But I look at the schedule of the ones that I qualify for, and it's like for the Miata, which is the best the the best learning one. uh, It's Okayama every hour for the next three days or something. And it's like okay, well, whatever. And I I didn't end up spending the time to really poke around. But for any one of those races that I join, it'll show like you know 150 people registered. Uh, but I'm only racing with eight. And so when it comes to, I'm mentioning it because of like talking about racing with friends, like we do have, there's a, a group of people now who are like all kind of like responding to any of the, uh, sim racing stuff. And, um, it would be fun to go in I racing and like all be in the same points race that counts for something. But I think if we all joined at the same time, it would be like we would all get seated randomly in whatever. There's there's like many different run groups happening sim- simultaneously, and I, I don't know if there's a good way to control that unless you, you anyone can just host their own race and then people can join that. But I think that's like outside of the race series. Mm. So I'm still trying to figure this stuff out. Um, uh, but originally when I was interested uh, several months ago, I had seen that there was a winding road was helping sponsor a thing uh, for uh, it's not, it's not spec Miata, but it's like global MX five or whatever. I don't know. There's a few different series, but it was the esports version of a real like spec Miata style race. Uh, uh, and I was super interested, but you had to have 
uh, like a certain safety rating or whatever iRacing racing license rating. Uh, and, um, I didn't have any seat time with it, so I didn't have that. Uh, they were only accepting 50 people and then they had like a regular race series where you're racing the same people each time. And that sort of thing seems super appealing to me. Like basically replicating like the NASA NorCal experience where, you're racing against local people at the same tracks and you have a yearly schedule and you can like have fun competing against them through the whole time feels like that, like that's, that's rad. If you can get to that point, mm. I bet there's gotta be a way. Yeah. Anyways, it's fun. Oh no, there's definitely a way. I mean, they're, they're really doing it. Like the winding road thing is one example of, uh, of them doing it. Mm. Yeah. And it, the lemons thing is the same way. Lemons is hosting a race they host many if you look at their website um, and it's like the same people will log in and do do that. And then but you kind of have to like be a, ra- a, a, a series organizer where you're establishing, you know, what happens and who who wins at the end of the thing and whatever rules and stuff. I don't know. It's a whole different whole world. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been doing a little bit of that on Forza, too, where you go you race against a lot oh, of nice. people and there's like. There'll, there'll be yeah. like 3,000 people in a pool, you know, and it just like takes three minutes to fill the grid. Um, but there's like 3,000 right. people in line, basically. It's like crazy amount of people in that thing. Um, That's so cool. You, yeah. Dude, like back in the day when we were kids with video yeah. games getting started, like the idea that you could actually race real yeah. people. Yeah, they all their names on there. This stuff. And it's all legit. Yeah, like, and then people drop it's out. Huge, like they, right? they quit because they're like, they're like crashing or something. And, you know, yeah. then all of a sudden the yeah. race only has like three people in it or something. And <laughs> right. Yeah. It's right. pretty, I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. This whole video game world. Um, one thing I do want to say, dude, I hate racing Sonoma, dude. That's a fucking hard track, dude. At least I'm on Forza. It's like, where, where's the hardest part? <sighs> Kind of everything, dude. The whole track itself. It's super technical. There's no yeah. like, um, I don't know. I feel like it's a really hard track to like pass on. And it's, um, uh-huh. and it's just the big, the two big hairpins are pretty gnarly. Yeah. And just like, um, it's just not, it's not that fun on the video game where like Laguna is a pretty simple track and you, um, it's it's a little easier and wider and easier to get stuff done, but uh, yeah. And then Brands Hatch and different... some of those are pretty rad. Some of those Euro- European tracks are and Suzuka is really cool, but but very difficult. Um, yeah, I don't know. So many cool tracks, you know. Did you guys see the, uh, the Formula One race, the esports one? No, so I didn't. Interlagos, uh, just real quick, um, dude. The the battle for the lead was basically the entire race. It was so Did cool. Did Leclerc win? Um, no, it was Leclerc, Leclerc versus Albon, and Albon beat him at the end. And Whoa. they, I, I don't, I don't know, dude. I, I can't remember the number, but they changed, um, you know, positions like fucking forty times or something. They were battling nonstop, and you know, the rest of the group, the, 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 um, the grid was way back there somewhere, but the focus was all on them, and it was pretty entertaining. That's you know, cause, cool. Dude. They were just like just watching those guys dice it up, and they're both, you know, yeah. two of the best drivers right, uh, you know, out there right now. So, you know, two young Formula One drivers. That's pretty rad. Like yeah. real drivers they're pretty rad yeah, pretty yeah cool. that's super cool can you imagine a real race with that 40 40 lead changes oh my god it'd be, like, it'd be right, right? best race, race ever yeah yeah that's what they're dying for basically that's what they're trying to make the sport do yeah for sure it's impossible hard. though really yeah uh is it trivia who, time who's, yeah. who we got? who's our boy uh scott uh pruitt. scott pruitt yeah yeah 
Did you guys see he posted uh, his rig follow him on Instagram? He posted his rig. He's like, yeah. you know, making the claims. He's like, you know, I built this back in 2011. Been rocking it the whole time. Tinkering here and there. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's definitely legit looking. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, anything else before trivia? Mm-hmm. Trivia time. Mm-hmm. We're good. Um, yeah, we can do trivia. This week I was helping my buddy Eli uh, look and bid on a car on bring a trailer he had never really even checked it out much but his family's always owned acura legends and i always send him nice legends that come up either on craigslist (laughs) or bring a trailer yeah and all i sent was this and i said no reserve uh 1989 early one legend coupe silver beautiful manual transmission velour interior 130,000 miles uh, original owner, but being sold by a dealer. So just a flip, really nice car, super, super nice undercarriage, um, Southern California car. Very, very nice. So, uh, first trivia question is what did this go for? I'm bringing a trailer, no reserve, uh, 1989, 130,000 miles Acura legend coupe. Uh, I'm going to go, Brian. go wait, wait, Brian. Uh, okay. Brian first. Uh, I'm going to say 7500 bucks. I'm going to yeah. say th- 135. 135. I'm going to say 9100. Wow. Lane wins $9000. Oh, wow. He, did Eli win it? So he was uh top bidder at $7700 with 10 minutes left uh-huh. and it went to 9 grand. Just what wow. well, one he was bid all, wow. and he was all the way up there? No, he was he bid like three or four times but he was all in at 7500 <laughs> and you know how that goes where you're like ah and uh, I'm like shit there's like 9 minutes left I'm like dude 9 minutes left you're still looking pretty good like there was only two other guys kind of in the mix and an entirely different like three people came in yeah. and pushed it and nine grand isn't that much, but, uh, he was definitely kind of at, at his over his limit. Yeah. So, um, the good news is there's another car that may be available. So this is what I was thinking of. Um, this was last year. Whoa. It's, um, well, how many miles is that, that one? It's basically the same car except that. So 89, it's a dark blue. Except uh, that it has 40,000 miles on it. Uh, let's or see. Twenty. Da, 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 da. It's like exactly the same picture. Sixty-five. Sixty-five thousand yeah. miles, big, big and it difference. went Damn. went for sixteen grand. That's crazy. Well, I I know of one uh that's for sale potentially, and we know the car, and um I put him in touch with the seller. So Is it we'll Richard Chenzel car? Or? It might be Richard Chenzel car, and it's uh, nice. a lot more affordable. I'll just put that, put that out there. Well, because I don't know if it's officially for sale and oh. whatnot. But I mean, it's a, a high mileage um, car, right? It's nice, but it's a, that's probably well. A, Richard Richard sold it, yeah. so it's yeah. it's now in a, another person's hands. But oh. uh, very very nice car, yeah. So, anyways, um, that's one. My, oh, that's one. There, we have more. One trivia? more trivia question. Oh, uh, quickly, uh, my dad made a comment on bring a trailer. <laughs> he, he, my dad, my dad's been watching News. it uh, a lot, and to you or to the was, group. <laughs> No, no, I'm saying on bring a trailer. He, he was, yeah. Did he say, yeah, he I used was, to have a Volvo P1800? It was. No, it was this, uh, 1965 Mercedes Benz, uh, what are they called? O319. Oh, yeah. The van. Uh, a fire truck. Ah. Um, and so this is, uh, this goes back to his hippie um, days. He, his hippie days when he was, uh, basically, uh, 
tour guiding around uh, Europe and the Middle East, uh, so driving one of these basically. So rad. Um, and uh, yeah, this fire truck, it's dope. I just put a uh, uh, put a link in in our chat, but uh, thirty three grand, and it's like totally restored. It's got the water pump on the front, and it's like. If you're looking at all at overlanding builds and sprinter vans and that sort of thing, uh, you'll find it a pretty funny one to look at. Was he um, was be- he thinking about it? No, I mean, I think, you know, it's uh, the sort of thing that's bringing back memories, but justifying getting one yeah, and doing yeah. all that is a whole nother level. Um, there was another we were, uh, cool, I, like, soccer team uh, Mercedes bus that went on. Yeah, recently, I saw like that one red, recently. You see that thing? Oh, really? So cool. A Those are so cool, especially if they have the 21 window little. Well, the, I think this yeah. is the same one. So, but so the reason why we ended up talking about this fire truck, because my dad and I are chatting too on the side, uh, is because I had sent a different one, which was the 21 window style, but it was, it was shot up in Oregon and it had, yeah. uh, it was the winery one. Like a covered bridge was like the. Yeah, backdrop. that's, that's right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That thing's yeah. so cool. And there was one a while right. back that had the... And that one went for 90 grand. Jesus. Um, but this, this fire truck one, if you look through the pictures, it's like, it has its own little kitchen galley, basically. You know, it's obviously, uh, you would be repurposing it. This is like functional fire, tr- fire truck stuff. Right. But they have these wooden benches, basically. And all you do is you put, uh, you put a little table in between and, and it's like kind of a separate kitchen. It's that's, super cool. That's cool. I mean, obviously the, the 90 grand one is way more usable, like for right. tours or whatever, but totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very this cool. This one is sh- saying it only has 11,000 miles on it too. Dang. Dude. And, uh, which insane. one is that? The fire truck. Uh, yeah. and a quick shout out to our boy, uh, Joe Otati from, uh, Distinguished Auto Group. Did you guys see that his W123 wagon's up? Yeah, did it sell you? It didn't no. sell you out there. It was like it's five up, days long. It's a 1983 300 TD turbo diesel, like all Euro spec everything, basically. I, it's a, Yeah, they like redid the whole thing. It's super clean, uh, Orient Red over, um, I think is it Palomino interior? Um, it's at 8400 bucks and it has six days left. This is a big money car. I think, I'm guessing it's going to go over 30. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think so. I need to see it's, it. It's really clean. It. Yeah, I need to see it too. Uh, and, you know, they, he has the third row seat in there. Um, a lot of attention to detail on this car. It actually, when we're at um, Legends of the Autobahn, um, they were just there to spectate, and someone from Mercedes basically saw the car going to the parking lot or something, or to the standard display, and pulled him into the Concours. And he's like, shit, this is like my daily driver. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, I, I think he was runner-up for... Um, preservation class or something so he, he yeah because that green one was insane by that mercedes so cool. uh i forget what the place is called yeah, what do they call it forget they do those crazy restorations on them that green one is like breathtaking yeah. had yeah. even had a cocoa mat for the dashboard yeah dude yeah, but theirs amazing. is really nice it's been to our morning motors quite a few times it's really nice yeah, yeah it's a clean and it's not and it is a driver it's like it's not absolutely flawless in that way you know like if you you know in this is a good thing, I think. You know, it's a car that you can actually enjoy. It's not like, you know, you look down the side of it, a few dings, whatever. Like, there's some little imperfections, but it's not a bad thing, I think. Whereas, like, some of these Concorde cars, like, you're basically, you're, you're relegating them to the bubble in the garage, right? And, like, he drives this car all the time, and um, it's mechanically super sound, and it looks amazing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how it does. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, good call. Uh, last trivia question here. Um this is not trivia, but I have a question because I can't remember the exact number. What was the <laughs> stimulus payment for the United States? What did everyone get? Seventeen, fifteen hundred, two grand, twelve, something, like, something like 1200. that. Twelve hundred, yeah. 
I talked to a friend in Berlin and Germany recently did the same thing. Um, I would like to hear your guesses on the German stimulus payment. Per person or what is per person, Brian? What you got? Not not with kids. This is like just normal. Now, just like we got twelve hundred, what do they get? Okay, because we got like also five hundred dollars per kid kid or something. So, Um, yeah, this wasn't specified for that. It's got to be notable by the the fact that you're bringing it up, right? It can't be much less different. Yeah, different. It's different. They get eggs and cheese it's it's uh, a, and some yeah. bratwurst. <laughs> yeah, food stamps. Beer, no, no, no. Beer, it's a, it's, beer stamps. It's money. It's, beer stamps, right? It's money. Well, I know when you're uh, pregnant, you know, when you have a baby in Germany, like they basically give you a year off and it's like great. It's pretty nuts. So, yeah, um, I'm guessing it's way higher. How about how about um, salary for six months? Whoa, that's but that's to be sliding scale. This is the same number, as far as I know. It's just oh, like, it's the same number. Like we got okay, twelve hundred. I, I don't know what the rules are. People yeah. that okay. are eligible got twelve hundred, and in okay, I'm gonna say uh, eight thousand dollars. Wow. Thanks. Thirty five hundred. Five. Five dollars from Lane. Five thousand dollars. <laughs> five dollars from Lane. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just said the answer was five, and I was like, gonna be fair. Uh, the answer is fourteen thousand euros. Oh nice. my god. Yeah, good job, Germany. $18,000 or something. <laughs> 14,000 euro it's and so all they crazy. had to say was does the uh virus affect your income and what's your bank account number? So crazy. Legit. Dude, I mean it's it's a pretty wild thing. Like I don't know anything ab- about the thinking. I haven't done any reading about the thinking behind the stimulus package, but it's like that's a one and done sort of thing from Germany. It's like, you know, we expect this is going to take a long time. This is going to affect right. people right. in a real way for, you know, six months or more. And the American version, you know, while any money is good, uh, it's like, <laughs> how is that? Like, what? It, what is the real thinking about what that's going to do? Yeah. Well, like what really what like who you're it's it's like a order of magnitude smaller than anybody who's in a real yeah, bad it, situation. I think it literally covers and food. I, I don't like mean a real bad. That's I what mean it covers, an actually a bad situation. It covers food for about a month and a half maybe, right? Like, <laughs> that's kind of where it's at. Yeah. You're like rent-wise, rent, rent wise, it's like <laughs> a small mm, portion of mm-hmm. one month in in a lot of cases. And yeah, it's just it, yeah, it interesting. Blown away. It's like, holy shit. They have um, a lot less citizens to... That's that's a about, big one, so and they're the strongest economy in Europe on top story. of that, so that helps too. So, um, but yeah, good yeah. good on them. Yeah. Anyways, let's all move to Germany. Nice. Who's coming with me? Uh, all right. Well, that's a podcast. Thanks for joining us. Later. We'll see you next time. Come join us Sounds on good. Patreon. We have a couple. Uh, what did we do recently? Oh, it was, it was Lane's poll. That's right. Yeah. Then Lane's, you did a nine fourteen post. That's right. 914 yeah. post, which was fun. And, uh, yeah, so come and join us over there. Um, we'll see you next we have week. Not, we have not discussed estimates on when we'll get back to Cars and Coffee. but uh, Yeah, we could do that next week. We have week. not discussed this privately or anything. But, we'll do that next uh, week. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's too early to call at the moment, it feels like, anyways. Yeah, but, we don't yeah, have yeah, any yeah. I, I, I have... I have heard, there's been a couple of people that have asked me, and it's like... Yeah, uh, definitely after know. June 1st, which is when the other Bay Area counties are... Uh, supposedly done with lockdown, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, dude. Yeah. That's a sliding yeah. Yeah. date, right? I yeah. think we'll, we'll be creative with it, though, right? Maybe something on yeah, the virtual sure. side. Yeah. Or got, some, something. got some ideas. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All, All right. right. All right, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye.
patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and please become a patron of our podcast. It helps us out a lot and you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon-only stickers, and we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. Uh, we give discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome, and we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out. And join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you guys.